has been said that it takes a community to raise a child. Well, it also takes one to write a book. I am eternally grateful to God for the community of people He has placed in my life. I thank Tom for taking me on this journey. There is a lot of talk about investing in the next generation of leaders. Some would say at thirty I am a part of that next generation. Tom has lived that sermon. Thank you, Dr. Rayner, for believing in me and partnering with me on this project. I thank all those who invested hours in the research phase of this project. I thank the hundreds of church leaders who participated with candor and honesty. Thank you, Dr. Paulette Johnson, for your statistical expertise. Thank you, Lifeway, for running the sample for Phase 1 of the project. Thank you, Bet Spellerberg, Stuart Swicegood, and Russ Kruter, for making initial contact with church leaders. I thank Dr. Rick Blackwood, my pastor, leader, friend, and mentor. Thank you, Rick, for giving me the opportunity to serve you and Christ Fellowship Miami. The laughs, prayers, joys, and frustrations we have shared together have been rich and rewarding. I thank the staff at Christ Fellowship. We are reminded constantly of God's grace and goodness. Not only do we get to serve Jesus and our great church, we also get to serve together. I pray we will continue to enjoy the ride together. I thank the people of Christ Fellowship Miami. I pray we will continue to push the movement of the gospel forward. Being a part of this church is awesome. I thank Broadman and Holman for all the energy and time they poured into this project. When I first met Ken Stevens, the president, he said, Welcome to our family. I felt like I was in a scene from The Godfather. I almost tried to kiss his ring. Almost. It was a great moment, and I hope there will be many more. I thank the following leaders with whom I have had the honor to serve or study under. Jerry Key, Dr. Michael Hawley, Ben Wasson, Chuck Allen, Dr. Terry Fields, Dr. Dino Senesi, and Dr. Brad Wagoner. I am blessed because of your investment in me. I hope you see some fruit from your labor. I thank my parents and brother. In the midst of enormous change, you have been constant. Even when I was far from God, you loved me. Your continual encouragement has supported me for years. I thank my wife, Kay. I am so thankful for you. I love you and I like you. You are the most tangible expression of God's grace in my life. Difficult days are much more bearable with you. Great days are much more exciting with you. Most of all, I thank Jesus. I present this work to you as an offering to be used for your glory. Eric Geiger Part 1 Simple Revolution Chapter 1 The Simple Revolution Has Begun Out of Complexity, Find Simplicity Albert Einstein Relax. This book is not about another church model. If you are a church leader, you have been exposed to plenty of models. Most of them are on your shelf. Or worse, you have blended a bunch of models into one schizophrenic plan. If that is the case, neither you nor the people in your church are really sure what your church is all about. We see it all the time. Go ahead, let down your guard. No new program is going to be pushed. There will be nothing new to add to your calendar. If anything, you will be encouraged to eliminate some things, to streamline. This book will help you design a simple process of discipleship in your church. It will help you implement the model you have chosen. It will help you simplify. Keep your eyes on the words at the beginning of each chapter. Four simple words. Clarity, movement, 
alignment, focus. Those four words will speak volumes before we conclude the book. After hundreds of consultations with local churches and a significant research project, we have concluded the church leaders need to simplify. They are constantly asking, how can we make all this work? How can we put all the pieces together? Many of the church leaders we talk to are seeking an escape from the not-so-simple life. The Not-So-Simple Life Pastor Rush is on his way home from a conference on church ministry. He loved the time away, the challenging messages, and the extended times of prayer and worship. But he hates how he feels right now. The conference notebook sits on his lap filled with all that he learned and all that he wants to do. He wants to open it, but he can't. He wants to think about the future, but his mind is filled with the details surrounding the rest of this week.